All right, welcome to Woke and Broke, where we discuss navigating from a place of brokenness to living your best life. My name is Michael Thomas. Uh, I work in higher education, and I'm joined here by two of my best friends, and they'll introduce themselves now. My name is uh, Joshua Warren, and I work in healthcare administration. Um, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Danny, and I am a third grade teacher, and I am just so excited that we're doing this podcast. Me too. Hey. <laughs> uh, so, like, uh, I guess we should start by, like, telling everybody how we know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, I know me and Danny, we kind of know each other from um, college. We started, uh, you know, getting to know each other our freshman year. And yes. it kind of our uh, relationship just kind of blossomed from there, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> I remember just like being able to like go to Afro M and stuff. Uh, we went to Oklahoma State, um, and so we were able to go to like our African American Student Association. And um, I remember meeting um, and stuff. And I, I know I was all nervous. I didn't know very many people at all when we first <laughs> like got there and everything and i i mean i i knew you know i knew denzel and like josh and him because we went to high school together right right but other than that i was like oh i'm excited to know everybody or meet everybody it was like so many different people and i was like this is way different from from high school you know so yes you know what the first time i feel like we hung out was in the library and we were all supposed to be studying and uh. nobody studied. <laughs> and it was just loud and I was like, these niggas, there ain't no studying going on. Yes. Like, just cutting up in this library. And but the fact that that never changed though. No, it never changed. It never changed. Never, never. No. <laughs> but like, you know, um undergrad was amazing, of course. And then we graduated and Everybody went their separate ways. You, uh, Danny, you went to Washington. You was in Washington yes, for Chocolate a while. City. I was in Chocolate <laughs> City for yes. months, and I loved it. Yes. And then it wasn't until you came back, you know, yes. and started working for OSU. Right, right. And then right. you put me on, and I started working for OSU. Yes. <laughs> so we was there for a while, and then Michael came along, and he was going to OSU for grad school. For graduate right, right. school. And I kind of yeah. kind of came in late into the, the program, meeting y'all, but... <laughs> But that's okay. <laughs> right, because we loved you. We welcomed you in with open arms, and it Absolutely. was great. <laughs> and you can cook, so that was always a plus. Ain't that it? Ain't that it? Just having sessions at our house. Yes, I mean, and, my, and, and, and house no shade. Mother. It wasn't all about the food. No. <laughs> you had wonderful conversations. You were just a great person anyway. So. Yeah, and I, I Josh like... never introduces me to anyone that's oh. just outlandish, so... It just you you fit perfectly into our friendship, and we all yes. just just connected. It was so normal. It was so like so natural, and it wasn't yes. any forced yes. interactions and everything. It was just it was a healthy interaction. Like it was, it was good. I was out of state, um, <laughs> trying to finish that graduate program and everything, but we all were there and supporting each other, and it was an amazing experience. Yeah, it was an amazing experience. 
And so, like, during that time, that's when, Michael, you got your master's. And if you want to tell everybody what you got your master's in. Oh, it's a, a master's in educational leadership with a concentration in uh, higher education student affairs. Which means he doing things. Leveling up out here. Leveling yeah. up. <laughs> and at that time, like, I started my master's program also. And um, I went and got mine in um, healthcare administration, uh, which was amazing. You know, it was life-changing. I needed something different just because I really didn't know what I wanted to do at the time. I know I wanted to right. be in healthcare. I just didn't know like exactly what I wanted to do. I didn't I knew I didn't want to be a doctor, but you know, being an Afro AM and stuff, I figured out that I had so many skills and like as far as business and stuff. So I was like, well how can I marry those two things, you know, both healthcare and business and then I was talking to a friend while I was at work, when I was working at a clinic, and she was like, well, you know, I'm going to school for healthcare administration, and OSU has the program. I was like, no, I didn't know that at all. So, like, I looked into it and stuff, and that's how it came about, and, you know, now I'm working in the industry. Yes. <laughs> And friend, you going to school now? Yes, I finally got my life together. (laughs) Applied to graduate school because I I, honestly, I was kind of just all over the place. I I didn't know really what I wanted to focus on. And so now I am getting my master's in urban education. Just finished my second semester at the university and HBCU. So I was really, really excited about that. Come through. Yeah, all the way. It's nothing like going from a TWI to a HBCU. So it's 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 a nice environment. Totally different experience. Totally Ooh. different. And I feel like it kind of sucks because there's nothing like your undergraduate. Like I think attending an HBCU um as an under undergraduate student versus a graduate student is still different, mm-hmm. but I still get to learn from professors who look like me who have the same passion as me so it's still well worth it right i'm jealous because i'm the only <laughs> one out of the group who has not been to an hbcu so <laughs> that's how my friend doctor is right, that's right, true right. phds on the horizon yes, you know? yes. that's definitely so, my I mean, plan to go back when i do go back for the phd is to definitely yeah. get it from a, a hbcu without a doubt yes, yes. Ooh, what if we went to the same HBCU? We should try to make that happen, actually. Yes. <laughs> no. yes. yes. Doctors agrees together, ain't she? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like now we're going to go into our um, shout out segment, which is called Black, Brilliant, and Beautiful. Um, we just highlight Black people out here doing amazing things, you know, out yes. here doing their black best. Yes, <laughs> right. living their black ass lives. Black yes. and powerful. Black excellence on the rising. Yes. Yes. And so like a few of the ones that I came up with or came across was uh, Marina Robinson Snowden. Um, she is the first black woman to earn a PhD in nuclear engineering from MIT. And she got that on June 8th, which is amazing to me. You know, that, Absolutely. You know I mean? Absolutely. And then, of course, our beautiful Shonda Rhimes. 
Yes. She has yeah. new shows coming to Netflix. Um, you know, of course, we all was engulfed with um, uh, Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah. You know, that was like the Thursday thing to do was to watch Scandal <laughs> and How to Get Away with Murder. So, like, seeing that she actually got, got has a deal with Netflix and stuff, that's just right. like power moves. You know what I and mean? And Netflix got some some good stuff out there, so I'm really excited. Yes. You know, and, what they do. They're expanding. Yes, and the fact that Beyonce is going to put her, or supposedly, allegedly. What? Allegedly, she's supposed to be putting her next album on uh, Netflix. Her what? Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah, a I was Wait a minute. I was reading <laughs> I was reading, you know, I've been reading in this world <laughs> street. Now, of course, I don't know. Beyonce's camp hasn't confirmed to my knowledge, but that's what I've been reading, that she got that deal. And so they're speculating that she will be putting her you know, her next visual album on Netflix. So that we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then um, lastly, um, friend, you found this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shout the, out um, to the good bruh. Yes. <laughs> The bros of Omega Sci-Fi, they, uh, a few of them on their way from the clave, uh, they rescued a man from a burning car, which is like the epitome of black excellence right there. Because, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, we do love bros sometimes more for their, I mean, you know, we love their oil and their chicken, <laughs> but they can do other wonderful things too. We Ain't give them a hard is. time, but they had their clave and was, you know, cutting the rug. The one they doing it? After doing the most <laughs> out there all over social media. All on it. I was and like, so hey, I'm okay. glad on their way home, they was able to do a good deed. <laughs> right. Right. In their shirts and all, because you know they had their period. Of course the, they did. It was of the course. old bros, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, though. So, like, yeah, we just definitely want to highlight and shout out all of our black brilliant and beautiful people that's out here doing amazing things so yes and keep doing it i know please, it's hard out there please. yes and it's yeah. not it's not easy and we just definitely want to recognize the effort and how amazing we all are pushing each other to be with all yes. this amazing contribution so please you know we'll always highlight always shout it out but we're yes. always i do want to shout out one more too actually yeah. that i saw today <laughs> So, you know, the whole controversy with white people always calling the police on us. Yes. So I saw mm. this video where this black woman stopped these little girls who were selling, I, I think it was like water or lemonade or something on the corner. Mm-hmm. And she rolled up on them and was like, do y'all have a permit? Because y'all need a permit. Where's your parents at? Y'all need to shut this down and go in the house. Like, And they were shook. Mm. Like, oh my God, okay. But then at the end, she was like, I'm just joking and still gave a donation. And so mm-hmm. I just loved how in that moment, she, she still showed compassion, even though we yes. can be straight ignorant. Because right. they're always ignorant toward us and, and even our children. And so seeing her in that moment, I just loved it. So I wanted to shout that out. So I don't know who she was or where she was, but I'm sure other people have come across that video or will come across it. So right. Great. Well, shout out to you, sis. <laughs> right. Shout out, sis. <laughs> oh, yeah.
So for this segment, this um, we is the segment, our main topic segment that we are going to call the vent because, of course, sometimes you just need to be able to vent, you know, all of the stuff that you have going on in your life. You know, you just have to vent it out to your friends and just, you know, have an open dialogue about things. And so absolutely um, during this segment, um, we just give everybody an opportunity to touch on that those topics that we come across and so um you know of course i think that it's like important when we're young to take the time to figure out who we are and um you know things like that but you know sometimes there are like so many things and people that like tell us that we should live a certain way or be a certain way or be a certain thing and you know pretty much live up to a societal standard and so my question for today is if you could talk to young people about taking the time to discover themselves, what would you say or what advice would you give? And so like whoever wants to start can. You know? <laughs> so I'll, I'll definitely, I'll start it off. <clears throat> so if I could definitely, if I could talk to young people <clears throat> about taking the time to discover, discover themselves and uh, what advice I would give them, I think it's so important uh, as young people that we never, <clears throat> that we never get discouraged. And I know that's kind of like, that's, that's hard when you're young, you're still developing and you have so many different voices that are always, you know, telling you this, or you're not doing that right, or you can't do this and no, you're doing it wrong. And instead of, you know, giving things to, as far as, uh, the best advice for that person. I think young people, if I can, if I could uh, give them advice, it would be to always remember that you're an individual mm. and mm, never, yes. you know, never subscribe or never just buy into what someone is telling you based on, you know, what their experience is. It's okay to hear different voices, but to remember that you are your own voice mm. and that what you want or what you truly desire um, out of life is going to be dependent upon you and your ability to make that happen. So yes, yes, use the resources that are available. Listen to the different voices to get insight and perspective. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, you need to be shaping your own voice. And as the individual going forward, understanding who you are in relation to all the other voices at the table. Mm -hmm. So being very aware of that. And I mean, it's not easy because I mean, even as adults now, we still uh, go through very similar situations because it's a different power dynamic right at the point where right. you're you know living your best life still you still have some things to deal with in, in those spaces so for young people just just be inspired and remember your voice and never forget who you are because you are individual and you matter and what you Absolutely. have to say um is so important and never let anyone tell you that it's not because you have to live your life for you so, Absolutely. That's what I have. Come on, Mike. <laughs> Come on. I, well, I always tell my students, like, I'm very honest with them. Mm -hmm. And I kind of let them know that you can't always be what you want to be. I mean, and that's just being 100% real. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I give the example that, you know, I sing and I rap to my students all the time. And if you know hey. me, you know I cannot <laughs> so I can never be a professional artist I right. just couldn't I know that the Lord told me that like I just, <laughs> I've been put on game about that 
but I let them know that you you have to tr- be willing to try mm. these things and put yourself out there because you won't know what you're good at unless you try it. You won't know what your passion is unless you're willing to step out and kind of do the things that you didn't think that you could do or um, or what people tell you that you can't do. And and I and I always try to push them to think uh, think outside of the box, you know, mm. and tie in their passions with. Um, careers that are there are real careers that are out there um, I had a student who loved tornadoes and the Titanic <laughs> all that stuff and I was like there's so many jobs that you can do with having those passions of history and weather and you know and stuff like that and so there you can do I mean you can pretty much do whatever you want to do within reason mm-hmm. but um, kind of finding that clear lining and just figuring out that you know as long as I try it out and if it if it works it works if not dust myself off and try again and find a different path and direction yeah I agree I I feel you on that 100 percent and I probably what I would advise would be something similar um mm-hmm. it would be probably like don't feel bad about who you are, you know, or right. who you become. Because, like, as we grow up, you know, I remember as a kid, you know, feeling like I had to be what people told me I was supposed to be. You know what I mean? Right, right. And I felt, like, afraid to liberate myself, you know, or explore those particular parts of myself because of what everybody said I was supposed to be. And if it didn't line up with what they did say I was supposed to be, I just shut right. it down, like, you know, or suppressed it, you know, and things mm-hmm. like that. So that that includes, like, my sexuality. That includes, you know, my voice speaking up about things, you know, right. and, and things like that. I would I would be afraid to give my opinion. And so it's like just being able to acknowledge the fact that you have an opinion, you have a voice, and you have nuances and differences that matter, you know, right. and bringing those things to the forefront and allowing them to shine as bright as they can, you know. And Absolutely. that's why I love to, like, try and you know, get to, you know, children when they're young to talk to them because it's like, if you can avoid the the pitfalls that I made, you know, yeah. it will be like, you'll be a <laughs> thousand leagues, uh, you know, ahead of the game, you know, just not being able to get over that, that insecurity, I suppose, or, or I don't know what it, what it's actually, what it actually is, you know what I mean? But being able to avoid those things as much as possible, because of course you're going to go through those regardless, you know, just by when you're finding yourself, you know, just saying, okay, well, this of course is not what everybody else is doing, but I'm going to do it anyway, because this is what I feel is, you know, this is how I feel my best, you know, and what I mean, you know what I mean? But like, Mm -hmm. even still like being, having the confidence to be able to do that, like, the younger you are and the more you start to do those types of things and allow your your opinions to come out to the forefront and allow your style to come out, you know, allow your your sexuality, ask the questions. Like, you know what I mean? Right, ask the right. questions to yourself, you know, with yourself and, and allow <laughs> whoever that is, whatever your inner man responds with, or woman, Whatever your inner inner person responds with. Yes, inner person. <laughs> you know inner, I mean? human, inner, inner human. Inner you. Whatever <laughs> your inner you responds with. Right. Taking that and allowing it to be what it is, you mm-hmm. know, in that moment. Because just because you are, 
this or you like this or you do this or you want to do this right now doesn't mean that that's set in stone right it's a journey and it's an evolutionary process that we go through and just being able to to know that you know Mm -hmm. it is like what I feel would be the best thing that I could give to uh, youth period you know what I mean and, and not so. being able and not uh feeling afraid to fail. You know, yes. failure is a part of it, you know. Yes. Everybody gets it right on the first, second, or even third time, you know. Mm-hmm. And so and just learning to kind of persevere and just keep pushing. Yes. That's so true. Like that because you do, you get in that headspace. And I know a lot of our generation deals with that. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. just, you yes. know, thinking that, oh, well, I tried what I want to do this so many num- number of ways and it's not working the way that I thought that it would or that I expect that it should. And so we'll be hard on ourselves and things like that. And then a lot of us end up in dealing with depression or, you know, stuff like that. And it's like, don't be so hard on yourself allow yourself to go through that journey go through Mm -hmm. you know that process because that's what that's god's way of molding you into the person that you are meant to be you know right nobody starts out you know perfection you know unless you like a a child prodigy or something (laughs) but the process every athlete has to train you know and they train their whole lives to become the best you know Mm -hmm. so it's not gonna happen overnight you know it's gonna take time but you can do it and and you have to be willing to put the work in exactly and explore it you know and Mm -hmm. be free to explore and not shut yourself down or such a such shut yourself out of it you know mentally uh, because a lot of us will do that we'll shut ourselves down mentally and you know start to feel defeated or feel like oh well so and so said that this isn't going to work for me or that I shouldn't do this. So, you know, or they don't like this or this isn't normal. So I shouldn't do it. And then we'll shut ourselves down, you know, from ever even giving it the possibility, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, just being able to talk to youth and explain those things to them so that they know that it's okay for you to go through whatever evolutionary process it is that you're going through to become who you are, you know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, it's just, it's an interesting, it's an interesting conversation to have, you know, because like I said, like I said, like, I don't, I I come from a very strict, (laughs) very religious household, you know, and we had to go to church every day, you know, except Saturdays. And it it may be on Saturdays if it came to quiet practice, you know. (laughs) So, like, you had to live a particular way. You had to know when to speak and when not to speak, you know. And there were topics that were not ever up for discussion, you know. So it did limit, you know, me and my siblings in a number of ways. And so, but it, it made it difficult, you know, coming into adolescence coming into you know uh our teenage years and things like that once we started to you know establish those uh, relationships with people outside of the church you know at school or in the community and stuff like that and we realized the differences in between us you know and that uh, the things that they do doesn't make us that or make them that different from us you know and so just being able to 
see those differences and acknowledge them and say, oh, I identify with the, these things that they're doing, you know, or I identify with, you know, the movies that they watch or the music that they listen to. And it doesn't make me feel bad, you know, or it doesn't make me want to do bad things. It just makes me want to know what else is out there in the world, you know, and what else is a possibility for me to do or achieve or become or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important. It is. It mm -hmm. really is. So, yeah, but I, I just wanted to, and then also uh, just to follow up with that question, <laughs> uh, knowing what you know about yourself now, like what are some things that you wish you could have done to help you on your journey to self-discovery? Oh, man. That's a good question. Um, I think, you know what, for a long time, I regret it because my undergraduate, you know, degree was in elementary education, mm. but I did not start teaching until literally last year. Mm. And so... Um, I, it took, I literally went on a whole journey. I did um, a variety of different things, but I felt like it helped me be the teacher that I am today because now I'm in higher education. I've into the classroom and that understanding, you know, I can relate more to my students on those things as well as with my own personal experiences, but um, believe in myself, you know, and believe in what I have to offer and, and not question the passion that I have for working with students. I think that would be kind of the main thing. I do still wish that I would have went to HBCU because I think it would have helped me in my confidence as a Black teacher. Mm. Because in my undergraduate, I didn't, I didn't have anybody who looked like me teaching me. And observe classrooms I still had no huge factor I really think it does and so I do regret that part of it I regret not kind of being more picky about where I decided to get my education from I actually never even thought about it like that. <laughs> um, I, I um, personally, like, I would probably, like, tell myself, you know, that it's okay for you to, you know, investigate things, you know, and give yourself time to investigate things about yourself, you know, um, because I in my youth, like I said, after coming out of, um, or once I left the house and went out to college or whatever, you know, I was able to, you know, kind of go through a liberation process, really, you know, to where I'm no longer living in the box that was created for me to live in, you know, and so, you know, being able to say, okay, well, because I, I, as far as, like, my education is concerned, I already had in my mind, like, that I wanted to be a doctor. Like, I mean, I just knew that that's what was going to happen. And I, like, went to, like, different classes, you know, during high school and stuff with my friends, you know, and I loved it, you know, and just watching stuff on TV, I loved it, you know, so I just knew that I was going to be a doctor and I, I wanted to help people. But, 
you know, going to college and going starting that liberation process, I was able to investigate, you know, well, what other things am I interested in? What type of, you know, spaces do I exist in or can I exist in and be comfortable, you know? And right. I that's really why I enjoy going to OSU so much was because I was able to get the experience of being around people that was like me, but in getting around, being able to be around people that weren't like me, you know, um, once I became an RA, you know, and it was my, you know, responsibility to, you know, manage a whole floor of students, you know, or residents, you know, right, with right. different backgrounds, different, you know, religions, different personalities and stuff that opened my eyes to all the differences that we have and, you know, being able to see how everybody influences each other, you know, and how right. we can be of of uh, uh, influence on other people you know what I mean and so it's like just being able if I could go back you know I, I would do that I would tell myself that you know just be open to that process and l- don't be so caught up in the things that you think that you're supposed to do you know because the opportunity or the experience is going to teach you the experience is going to give you the the the, the layout you know right right and I feel like that's God you know I feel like that's God's hand you know moving in your life you know to to bring you into the experiences that you're going to have and introduce you to the people that are going to uh, you know introduce you to the next thing that you know will move you forward within your personal journey you know and stuff and so yeah that's probably what I would say I think for me um Similar to what you both said, as far as, you know, look, taking a step, taking a step back, taking the time to step back and reflect on, you know, how far you've come in this journey. There, there are going to be things that you're going to say, <clears throat> I wish I would have done that differently. Mm-hmm. I wish I uh, could have done this this way, or I wish I would have talked to that person. Or I wish I would have spoke up in that situation. And so for me, I think... Uh, there are several things that I wish I could have done differently, but one of them, and I think the most important thing, and I think it was a theme throughout what we've been talking about today is to never let anyone tell you that you can't do what it is that you want to do or what you set out to do, you know, making sure you don't, you know, go along with what society, you know, wants for you, because that may not be what you want, or that may not be what you need. I mean, because we're all individuals, right? Mm -hmm. And we're able to, you know, be the people that we set ourselves out to be. Uh, We have what we need as far as the experience, and then we're able to shape our story moving forward. When I think back on some of the times in which, you know, I wish I would have, you know, taken those leadership positions. I mean, I've been in leadership positions, but then there are times in which th- it was probably more important for me to assume that one because of the reach and the um, <clears throat> influence that it could have had in those moments for me. And so when I just think about the journey from, you know, going to college and then going to graduate school, every, you know, I had choices. And I mean, we all had uh, choices to make, but I feel like a lot of my choices were influenced by what other people thought that would thought would be best you know i don't know everyone you know not everyone has your best intentions right Mm -hmm. not everyone has your best interest so looking back on it i just 
I wish I would have been able to identify the tools earlier, tools that I would have needed to be able to, you know, take the passion that I have for what it is that I'm interested in and turn it into action much earlier on. Right. And this is not to say that, you know, it, it can't be done now, but looking back, I could have been doing a lot more of that then than I am now. And so just, and I, and that ties back into how we have to empower our youth and how we have to let help them understand that they can do whatever it is that they want to do right. and that they don't need to be limited by age or by experience to say, Hey, you know, you aren't there yet. That's where guidance comes in, of course. But then also, how do you cultivate that? How do you nourish that to make sure that they're being the strongest versions of themselves moving forward? And so I just wish I would have connected early on to, you know, mentorship more. I will say yes. having a mentor <laughs> is so, so important. You know, it it like, is it's critically important. It is. And anyone listening, please get you a mentor. Please. And someone, yes, get you that mentor. And you know what? Do your research. Make sure that they are doing things that align with your interests. Yes. You don't want to just, oh, I'm a mentor. Yeah, you've mentored people in this area. And that's not the direction I'm trying to go. Right. So right. I need someone <laughs> that's going to help me get me what I need. Yes. So right. being able to identify is so important. Being able to know what it is. That you're not, not necessarily knowing where your end goal is, where you want to end up, but what your passions are, seeking things out that align with that and people who can help support you through that process. And so when I, I just think about, you know, being a leader, um, I mean, like I said earlier, I've worked in higher education. And so that's leadership right there. And then there are students that we're expected to work with and really help. So how do you take what your experiences are and, you know, helping students reach their goals because all students are different just like we're all different everybody has right. a different interest everybody has, has a different passion and if you aren't if you don't have expertise in an area definitely being an advocate to be able to know how to connect them to the resources that they'll need to be successful right. so when I just think back I just I just wish I would have been more outgoing as far as what resources were available to me there were a lot but then not, you know, just, you know, not wanting to have regrets about not taking those opportunities. So th those are just a few things that I wish I would have, you know, done differently. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm on the right path, but at the same time, <laughs> there are a few things that I, you know, like all of us, we wish we could have done differently, but right. no regrets. Right. No, reg no regrets, none. And I mean, I kind of feel the same way. Like, you know, I think about, you know, the things that are, are, my life and how now I know what it is that I want to do but you know I think about all that time that you know sometimes I have to like talk myself out of me not believing or seeing it that I wasted that time you know what I mean because I right. was enjoying my time and I right. was learning and developing and growing and you know and, and things like that during that time so just because I didn't you know, see the full picture then, you know, like I do now, it doesn't mean that I'm late, you know what I mean? Being able to come to terms with that and still move forward and continue to share that information that I do know now with 
others, you know, so that they can, you know, mentor, like just mentoring, like you say, mm-hmm. you know, being able to say, okay, I wasn't able to start a rock when I was 18 or 20, you know, but mm-hmm. you can, you know, and, right. you know, start saving for your retirement now, because then you, by the time you're ready to retire, you could have, you could be a millionaire, you know, things like that, or, you know, taking the time out to, you know, join different groups and organizations and and not being afraid to be a part of those spaces, those, those, those groups and things, you know, so that you can figure out, you know, where you fit, you know, and what you like, what you don't like and and those types of things. So it, it, it's kind of like a full, like a full circle experience, you know, and sometimes you have to like do, you do have to try to talk yourself down from like saying, okay, well, why did it take me so long, you know, or why it did I, why is it that now at 28, you know, I, I see the full story, but at 21, I couldn't get it, you know, right? you right. know, but, and, and so that, that's kind of, that kind of plays into it when it comes to me, you know, but so just being able to like, let, you know, other people know that it is okay for you to find it at your time, you know, because, life is not a race it's a marathon you know and you get there when you get there it comes to you when it comes to you and being able to be at peace with that and understand that you know when the when the knowledge and the wisdom comes and sets in that's when that's the time you know because I feel like Mm -hmm. personally I feel like you know I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I feel like we kind of all got woke together. You know what I'm saying? I feel like yes. we yes. all were sitting in my apartment, you know, and we started <laughs> to have the conversations, and it's just like it all clicked and made sense. And we started to see things differently, like, you know what I mean? And right. that happened in that time, and it took all of the things that we had gone through, you know, and the experiences that we had, had had endured, you know, for it to actually click, you know, because right. people have been telling me personally, like, you know, for a long time that it's the process, you know, it is a process and you're young and you're going to figure it out and it'll make sense when you get older, you have to go through some things, you know, mm-hmm. and now knowing having gone through those things and having the conversations, you know, and being able to come to the conclusions that I've come to or whatever, it all makes sense. You know, and so it's just kind of like, you know, when you talk about your parents and you like, dang, mama told me. You know what I mean? Right. It's like one of those types of uh, feelings, you know. But, I mean, just being able to share those types of experiences and that information and that wisdom with younger people, you know, to let them know that it's okay for you to have, because you're going to have your up days and you're going to have your down days, your mountains and your valleys, you know, but you continue to move forward. You continue to go through the process and feel the feelings that you are feeling. And if you need to communicate those feelings, communicate them, you know, find some people that you can trust, sit in that circle and have those conversations, you know, because that's what you guys are to me, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, And I feel like I was able to, really sit in my stuff and sit in my truth and become more and more of who I was because I had the opportunity to be, to have friends like you guys, like, you know, 
and yeah. and we created that that hub that space to where we could say okay y'all this is what i'm feeling this is what i'm going through these are the things that i want to do what do we do with this like you know and right, then right. just get all the different opinions and the different you know backgrounds and all that like and just be able to take that information and that good stuff and apply it to your life you know and see it from different perspectives and then make your moves and navigate through it, you know, going from there. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I just feel like in life, we feel like everything is going well, you know, and then things happen and it throws you for a loop and you don't know how to get back on track. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, it's time. It just takes time. And cause I know with me losing my dad, so suddenly that was really hard for me. It was really, really, really hard. And it took me a long time to be okay. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I still have my moments just because, hell, I'm a crybaby and I'm emotional. <laughs> and so it is my dad. Right, you know yes. like, So it's like, and it's, I got to a point where it's like, I'm not going to apologize for crying. I'm not going to apologize mm-hmm. for being mad at God sometimes. or You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's just a journey and you learn how to heal you learn how to lean on people yes and that's where you guys really were for me during that period because I was literally just going through the motions mm-hmm. I was just trying to make it day by day and I forgot what my purpose was I forgot what my passion was and so but I couldn't live my passion until I was completely healed yes. myself you know oh that was good yes <laughs> snap, snap, snap. Yes. But it's, I mean, it's a, it's a journey, you know, uh, and I, and I would have to tell my students, you know, that it's life. We're going to, we're going to lose some things that really mean a lot to us, mm-hmm. you know, and I pray, you know, I would pray that they wouldn't have to experience it until much later in life, you know, but we don't know the way God works. Right. He works in mysterious ways. We don't know, but just allowing yourself to go through those feelings. It's okay to cry. It's okay to have bad days. But just don't stay down there, yes. you know, because you still have your life to live. You know, my dad would probably be pissed if I just withered away, you know, because mm-hmm. of his death. You know, that's not helping anybody. So right. just learning to shake things off and just keep going. Yes. That's good stuff. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I love having conversations like this. Like, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I love like opening up and being vulnerable, but it, I think it goes back to like my youth, you know, because right. I was not able to have conversations like this. And right. once I realized that, oh, you can talk about this type of stuff, you know, and people are going to judge you about it, they, oh, they going through it too, you know? Right. right. Like, it's, like, yeah. it, it's, it's, freeing it's freeing and and it really is it really helps you to confront the things that you're dealing with and realize that it's not as bad as you think that it might be because like when you do have it in your head and you just keep it inside you know it seems way way bigger than what Mm -hmm. it actually is you know and sometimes it is that and you do do have to go through it like you know you have to go through the whatever emotions it is that you need to go through and do whatever work you need to do in order to continue moving forward but sometimes it's not like you know like I, I remember sometimes 
I would just see, you know, when it, when it came to certain assignments and I would just think, oh, if I don't get this assignment completed and if it's not right, you know, then I'm going to fail and then I'm not going to, I'm going to have to go home. You know, I won't be able to stay in college anymore. I'm going to have to go home, go back and, and what am I going to do from there? Like, you know, right. like, and it's <laughs> like, it's not even that big a deal. Just go get help, not Josh. Even. Like, you know, go get help. You know, or if you if you can't focus on your studies, you know, and because you have a lot of stuff going on at home, go talk to somebody. They, uh, I know OSU has the counseling services. I, I, right. I'm, I'm sure every other school has it too. It's like use those resources, and it's okay for you to use those resources because they're there just for that. You know, right. so that you know that some situations aren't so big, and some are. And so mm-hmm. you do have to give attention to the things that you need to give attention to. And then the stuff that you can shake off, shake that shit off and keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's the spaces like this, like that you guys have allowed us to build, like, you know, or have helped us to build and establish that, like, help me to realize that, you know, that it's all right. You know, life, it gives you, you know, some some bumps and some blows sometimes. And you have to take some of it. You have to eat it. And sometimes you got to mm-hmm. fight back. You know? Right, and then sometimes yeah. you dodge, you keep it and keep it moving, like you know, because it is what it is, mm-hmm. you know. But you're gonna end up being stronger. You're gonna end up being the best you that you can be if you give your all into that particular whatever situation it is. If you give your all, say for instance, you do need to do whatever emotional or spiritual work within that 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 situation. You do that, and you give your all. You're gonna move forward through through right. it, like you know what I mean. And in doing that, you kind of, you start to mature emotionally, spiritually, physically, emotional. Oh, I said emotionally. You know, you start to mature <laughs> or whatever. And, and, and then you can discern what is of importance and what's not, you know, yeah. what requires mm-hmm. you, your attention and what doesn't. And, you know, it, it took being in these type of spaces and having these type of conversations to for me to see that you know yeah and i just think that's amazing you know because i i like i said it wasn't like that before and knowing the difference is just freeing it's 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 very liberating you know it is it is it really is so michael you quiet (laughs) (laughs) michael you sleep over there wake up friend (laughs) but no I mean I I just wanted to bring that up you know and see you know what you guys felt on it but um, hopefully you guys out there any listeners you were able to take the information or the topic that we had and uh, was able to get some information from out of that and some guidance from out of that and if you have any like questions or anything or if you have any input on the topic definitely send yes. send us you know those comments those, those questions you know the, that input and you can send that to woke and broke podcast that's woke w-o-k-e-n-b-r-o-k-e podcast p-o-d-c-a-t-a-s-t uh, what I, I got you cannot spell right. <laughs> I got lost. I got lost. P o d c a s t dot uh the at gmail.com. 
So woke right. and broke podcast at gmail.com. Oh, I got there. It took some time, but I got it there. It took a minute, but we got it. We got <laughs> yes. it. They gonna they email us. They gonna email us. Yes. <laughs> woke and broke podcast at gmail.com. We definitely want to have you guys share in the conversation. Um and so yeah, we're gonna take a little break and move on to with the rest of the show. Welcome back, everyone, to Welcome Bo- <clears throat> Welcome Broke Podcast. <laughs> and in this segment, we're going to cover a word from our ancestors. And I'm going to talk a little bit about this before going into who we will be recognizing. So we really want to get an encouraging word from one of the amazing leaders of our past. And so this really helps us uh, in keeping motivated to navigate our present. And so the ancestor that we are going to get a word from today is Audre Lorde. And Audre Lorde was a Black feminist, lesbian poet and writer and civil rights activist. Now, Lorde has many, many different empowering quotes to live by, but I'm going to choose one that I think is really, really um, important to what we were talking about today and how it'll help us navigate our, our, our present and our future. So the quote is, when we speak, we are afraid our words will not be heard or welcome. Mm. But when we are silent, we are still afraid. So it is better to speak. And that quote resonates with me deeply because as we all know, Individually, we have our voice, but the, oftentimes we're in spaces or situations where that voice is not nourished, it's not encouraged, um, yeah. and we are made to feel less than, inferior to, and we Ooh. don't get the growth and development that we need. And so even when we feel that we are going into a situation where it's like, you know what, they don't like me, they're not going to support me, they can't hear me, you know, they're not going to listen to me, they, they don't even understand me. That does you no good to remain silent despite all of that. You right. have to right. speak, you have to let it be known, you have to let articulate, push it yes. out in the universe, do not remain silent in moments of uncertainty or just because you may be afraid. It's okay to be afraid, you're being brave because brave people do things that they're afraid to do all the time. The difference yes. is yes. they did it. And they are still afraid, but they were brave enough to do it. And so speak out. And, you know, don't feel like you can't speak out based upon what someone else may think or, you know, their inability to see your light. And they probably do see it and they just can't take it because, right, you're shining yeah. too bright. You're yes. shining too bright and they don't know how to deal with it. So they would rather you be quiet and not be seen. But you know what? You're mm-hmm. not going to do that. You're going to shine through and you're going to speak and you're going to say what it is that you need to say, what is on your heart to say, and what you know is your truth and what value you have to add to the conversation. So never be quiet. Never. Yes. Never. Ooh, I love it. I love it. Never be quiet. <laughs> always talk. Always speak. Always. Yes. Um, that was great. That was like the perfect wrap up to our discussion and like 
So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yes. But thank you guys for joining us today um, for our first episode. (laughs) Please be on the lookout for the rest of our episodes. We have a lot of amazing topics um, um, to discuss and a lot of amazing things in store for you guys. So Thank you once again, and we look forward to speaking with you guys some more. (laughs) Yes, we'll definitely see you all next time. All right. Talk to you all later. Bye.